0: Gentlemen,
1: start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. sorry Bolis is uh um uh um, technical goodies. Radio
2: Hotler. hot, 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 hot oh, Cheers boy. Cheers. Cheers. Ah.
1: G'day viewers, welcome to another, in fact the first for 2006, edition of Radio Hot Lab. And uh, JP here. Today we have a couple of special guests. Well, one's sort of a guest and one isn't. And of course, first of all, the host of the show, Johnny, recently um, shoved out of Sydney. They didn't want him over in New South Wales anymore. But uh, as luck would have it, he uh, dragged with him, imported into Adelaide in fact, the uh, last two weeks co-host, Linda Long. Hello Linda, how are you?
3: Hi JP, I'm awesome. I'm eating, but I'm awesome.
1: Thank <laughs> you. Uh, Johnny, and Johnny, how are you going now? Yeah. You're back in Adelaide. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Oh, I like that, Is it? Okay. Oh yeah, my okay. And we have, a, we have another <laughs> special guest here tonight, <laughs> and uh, it's uh, Mad Monaro Macman Mike. Hi there, JP, hi Linda, <laughs> and hi, Hardy.
4: <laughs> I don't believe you got G'day, the sound, I don't, J. J. I don't good on you that Well done, JP, I'm impressed. I'm over
5: my we're little negative bit there. Oh, you okay. no. I was oh, laughing. just, I was oh, just having to think right. of last well, well, good, year. It, good, good. As
4: we've just discovered, well, I, I, not, I already knew, but uh, I'm also from Sydney originally as well, so um, you're the only...
1: I'm the the only South Australian here and I'm not really South Australian because I'm a POM but I've been an Australian a lot longer than I've been a POM I had half my brain taken out in
3: 1981 (laughs) anyway as i said before you're the most anti-POM POM pom, -pom, non-POM I've ever met
1: uh, well, we've got an interesting show lined up tonight, I think. we you always have an interesting show? Well, of course we do. Radio Hotlap's always It'll incredibly pers- interesting. It'll be
5: particularly interesting because you're running the show tonight.
1: Well, yeah, that'll be a bit of a uh, disaster then in that case. Um <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, Before we go any further, we've got to tell you, we always tell you what we're having to drink. So, uh, I'm, on the, I'm on the Bud tonight. We're back on the Bud again.
3: Mm, I'm on the Buds again this week, after last week.
1: What have you got there, Mike? Well, I got the Cascade Premium Light. The Premium Light because you've it got ever. to
4: drive that Monaro? Now, we've got to do this again, hmm, John. That wasn't a real clink. Yet. yeah. Oh, God, if you're going <laughs> to clink, clink it right. Clink. Party's
1: already on the red. Now, this red, I believe, comes from our sponsors, John. It is uh, one of our new sponsors, Brayside Wines. Uh,
5: Braysidewines.com.au. Glenn's been very kind to send over a case of the Brayside Sav Blanc, which I haven't even tried yet. Sorry, Glenn. But I will, because I went straight on to the Shiraz. It's a very lovely drop. There's a huge glut of wine in Adelaide. but um, I'll tell you, this is one of the better ones.
1: This is a Shiraz, this one I've got here. Yeah, it's very nice, actually. Just to fill you in, viewers, um, mm,
2: that is nice.
1: be- when Brayside became sponsors for the show, they decided they were going to drop a case of Shiraz and a case of uh, Sauvignon Blanc off at uh, Johnny's Place here. And he went off to Sydney, and I came round to check his mail, and there they were, sitting on the doorstep. So I <laughs> so had to only, migrate to my place over Christmas. Very how, come you know, how come right? we've only got empty bottles? Luckily, <laughs> I only drank one of them. Oh, there's another person that we've actually forgotten to introduce tonight. Well, there's a reason we've forgotten, because they're not in the good books. Well, this is true. Because we've Rust come home, the sausage and there's... Has
5: Dun, dun, dun. There's been mm. a death in the house. Oh, came back and there day? were lots of feathers hanging around, and that means a bird. And there was the dogs hiding under the desk, protecting a quite a large bird that she's obviously uh, has flown into the house, uh, the Radio Hot Hotlap Hot World headquarters during the
1: <laughs> afternoon. And uh, that's the end of it. That's the end of that bird. Uh, there that hunting hound strikes again.
3: We can have that for dinner. You're <laughs> well, oh, wow, actually God, having you a need, piece. Now. We should oh. probably move
1: on to the food as well. We've got What have we got here, Linda? I believe you um, organised these.
3: Uh, what did we do? We went into Adelaide. She Adelaide's, just whipped them
1: up the Sarvo. <laughs> yeah,
3: I don't know. We went to Adelaide's Chinatown today, so I just got all the bits and pieces and we made some little Golgi's and some Chinese roast pork.
1: Some little... Golgi. Oh, okay. In,
5: Golgi. Fact, in fact, you remember when we had Gary Baxter on the show, we yes. ended up getting the, the, the waves of roast pork from the barbecue um, hmm. restaurant in, in Gugger Street. the yep. deluxe with a. There's a few little chunks that have come back along with the, what do you call them again? Golgi. It's starting to rain. It
3: Our is. It's viewers, it's
5: starting to it? rain. This could be a drama. We might, <laughs> have, to, we, we <laughs> might have to stop halfway <laughs> and move inside. <laughs> it could be a... It <laughs> could be a, one of those episodes. It could
3: be an indoor barbie It <laughs> could,
5: could be another episode of radio going nowhere. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, well, boys, what's happening in the world?
1: Oh, that's a very good question, Linda. Well, who, who hasn't you, got, you got their mouth full? You, Linda. Oh, yeah, you, got you got my... go, well, Linda, because well, I'm just starting to biggest... uh, get into one of these gold cheese.
3: Okay, you get into that. Oh, dropped. And while everyone's dipping into the chilli there. Um, the only really main interesting thing, as far as I can see from motorsport point of view, this year. At you the mean moment, that you're
5: interested in? Well, I okay, know anyway.
3: what I'm interested in, but I have been looking around and seeing what else is happening in the world, and there's nothing. We know that. But what is happening is Dakar, and no longer Paris Dakar, as we all know, Lisbon Dakar. And they're onto their. Um, well, we're, what have we seen? We've seen up to stage four. They're actually yes. right at this very minute because it's approximately. Early ten in the morning. to no, it's ten to eight in the morning over there. They're actually starting the stages. The bikes are on the stages at the moment. The cars are about to start and the trucks. Um, Carlos, my hero, is actually doing brilliantly again in the Volkswagen. I mean, doing wonderful, isn't is it?
5: That just shows uh, that someone can come out of winning two World Rally Championships and go straight into Paris-Dacca and just be on the money. I mean hasn't done The Carlos fact that he, fact that he just amount. happened to be travelling through Spain and Portugal and had nothing at all to do with it. he's travelling through
3: Spain, he lives in Spain. Well, in there Spanish, you go. That's so what I'd well, say.
5: But anyway, it's very good. He, he just jumped, on and, jumped
3: on and said, yeah, I'm here, I'll do it. It's cheap. Certainly
5: doing better than his first episode when he came to the south... Western Australia in the Toyota. Oh, don't Absolutely. go there. That I
3: still remember that, and I still feel it. I still <laughs> see Lewis but going I'm, Yeah, but anyway, we won't.
1: Do. While we're on that, I'm very impressed <laughs> with good? how the Volkswagen's are going actually. Oh. I, for a for a team that you don't normally associate with like heavy-duty rallying of mm. any kind, and mm. um, straight out of the box, mm. the old tow rags are going exceptionally well. I <laughs> <laughs>
3: Sorry,
1: Tureg,
3: <laughs> Tureg. <laughs> T- <laughs>
1: They are going. This very is, well. is the
3: Australian <laughs> version. <laughs>
5: Linda, you know more about the setup of these rally raid type cars. Now they, mm. they don't really look a lot like the two reg that is sold to no, the public. They, the windscreen's a lot lower. Are they an outsourced car? Like like we talked last week with Dale about the Prodrive building are, cars. Who builds those cars? I
3: don't know exactly who builds it. I know that with the Volkswagen there is a lot of in-house input. Now whether they actually build them in-house or not, or they're outsourcing them, I don't know. Um, I can guarantee they probably would have got um, technicians and engineers from all around the world. And, I mean, they've been working on this project for at least 18 months, two years. It hasn't been just like the last six months. Let's do it. They've built five cars. Now, yeah, they've taken the Touré. They've adapted it for safari, you know, desert racing, which you have to do, and the rules allow you to do that, so they changed the suspension. But they've actually tried to keep these cars as much close to what you would just about get to production besides the little bit of beefing up. To see, honestly, how they're going to go. And, like, Volkswagen aren't huge in rallying. They did a little bit in Australia with Simon Evans a couple of years ago and they pulled out. They a little. They've done, They done. still do a little bit in Europe, but more so on circuit than rallying. So for them to actually build a safari car like this, which is what is really what you would class as Mitsubishi's domain, and has been for years with the Pajero and now this new one they've got, Volkswagen to do this is just astounding. It really, really is. I mean, they've just got the package together and they've picked some of the best drivers in the world to run in their cars. They've done a very smart choice. They've snatched Uter off Mitsubishi. So obviously, they've come to pay packet up and God love it, good honour. They haven't so got
4: JP or John, though. That's, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, that's We what they, that's won't go there. haven't, haven't got me. I mean, hello. But, you know, We're only good in the
5: branding side of things oh, and okay. in the kitchen. Oh, you know,
3: okay, right. <laughs> as far as going out in the desert and telling but them to like, go over that sand dune, personally, those boys would be lost. I'm not a
5: fan of couscous. No. Oh,
3: <laughs> if you cook it right, it's
1: damn nice. I saw them all yeah. stuck in the couscous a moment ago. They were a few of them stuck in the couscous. Johnny's famous in. expression I don't know where we were, San Francisco, I think we got couscous dished up and it was ah, uh, Oh, what's this landfill? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> Straight yes, we'll from that. the desert. Look, I
5: suppose Volkswagen go go racing because the majority of people would see it as a branding exercise. That they would look at the wonderful television that SBS is being provided, and also through the the Foxtel network and some wonderful stuff that you're seeing on this. Um, what website is it? Live oh, okay. Live-Racing.com. Yeah, no.
3: If you if you want to get to a website to actually follow DACA, but not only DACA after this event, but basically Formula One, IRL, WRC, Raid Rallying. Um, the site to go to is a site run in the UK called racing-live.com. Once you get into that, you can go up the top. There's little tabs and you can just pick which sport you want. So at the moment, you'll go to Raid if you want to watch Dakar. And it's just the best site out. I mean, as I've shown you guys, yeah, you can actually get on there, go to basically... It's, it's kind of similar to the WRC's virtual reality thing, but it's live. It's Like it's Virtual live. Spectator? It's like, similar to Virtual Spectator, except you're not actually... Watching the cars from a geographical point of view of looking, seeing them, you know, going in the corners, you're only seeing them on basically one dimension. But they're, what it's they're sort of showing,
1: topographical, isn't yeah, it, it? is. Yeah. And what
3: they're showing is the transport stage, the actual rally stage, and they're showing you what type of surface it is, and then your transport. Now you can pick up to four people, so four bikes, or bikes, cars, trucks, whatever. You can pick four people, and you can keep deleting them and changing them around. But you will actually see in real time where they are on that stage now if i don't suggest well you can go and do it now because you won't be listening but right at this very minute when we're you can speaking pause your ipod or your you can pause R2 your ipod and go and jump on or you can cinema. keep listening to us and do it because
5: www.racing-live.com costs about hundred dollars a no well that's if you
3: pay for a subscription to actually get more content but you can actually still go there for yeah which is what i do because i'm just you know i'm a sucker
5: paris hilton does
3: well, if Paris does, and, and she's got the Louis Vuitton dog bag, well, and L- I Linder, don't, then I have to do that. A bit of Paris
2: Hilton, don't you Paris don't
5: I am not
3: blonde, <laughs> for you, those of you who know, and I have my own she, hair, She not was extensions. very adamant about that. She snapped Whoa. back at Sorry. you, Matt.
2: That was very <laughs> strong,
5: <Matt>.
3: yeah.
4: I <laughs> <laughs> won't, won't go back there again. No? So you,
5: no. you, you won't be going in the Monaro with mad Mac into his mic. <laughs> but the upside
3: is, it's like Paris, I keep all the engagement rings, so hey.
2: <laughs> I suppose we
5: should be putting a uh, picture of Linda up on the website.
1: Oh. Well, I suppose we probably should. Well, there's actually, a couple of because we've got, the, you've silly got ones. those little glimpses there, as teasers on RadioHotlap.com. A couple of teasers there
5: where you were there with the uh, but, uh, the gun with Dale, Dale Moskett. Yeah. and I said yeah. his name Musket. Yeah, time. I did. Do. And I nearly it.
3: corrected you, and I thought, no, I won't go there. He's, yeah. not, he's not a current a He's but just he current have a current champion he is the current champion and he's a lovely guy.
5: But getting back to Volkswagen mm. it, it really is a branding exercise and Mike if you, you, you're not really a, a hardcore motorsport person but you like taking an interest in it and you'd watch the stuff on TV and you'd probably, would you think you'd derive, do you think the
4: average person would look at that and think well oh, jeez if they worked like that I'd I'd like one on the road Oh, well, immediately I mean uh, I, I guess it was like when Subaru first started uh, their um, uh, march into the uh, rallying world with um, with with their vehicle and um, immediately you know everybody went out and bought a WRX mm-hmm. and um, and that's that's I think what put them on the map and if it works the same for VWs as, as it has for them because I think that as't Subaru they're not going that direction anymore um, you know I think the what, Subaru product
5: is in a slightly different market that what 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 they are showcasing in the, yeah, in, I, the in the Lisboa absolutely. to Dakar event is more the people mover style cars and I'm surprised that we it's don't EVs. see more something like an entry from Honda with their MDX mm-hmm. and, and things and more, or maybe even the Volvo with their, what is it, the XC90 oh, yeah. That's a nice thing. vehicle yeah. that one. Because yeah. at the end of the day they are going to outsource it to have someone else build it and it's going to be underneath there's not really a lot of Volkswagen or... No, your or, suspension's not the suspension's not no. there will be probably an engine from the manufacturer well, oh know, it'll be
3: a blueprinted engine but there's, not, the engine. Not, there's yeah. not a lot there and
5: even the, the Hummer that Robbie Gordon is driving who <coughs> had a oh. bit of trouble today on day four it doesn't look
4: um, no. it looks wider than every Hummer it I've does, seen it does doesn't and it and it's really awesome. weird arches <laughs> at the back <band. laughs> <laughs> I, I would have thought that um, you know being a, a uh, mad uh, Monaro driver, I would have thought they would have given the Monaro uh, the last <laughs> spurt uh, just before they took it off the... Uh, off the. Um, With the four-wheel drive running gear, Yeah, yeah. You know, I, mean, they could really, they I could don't have want to really
2: shatter his <laughs> Well,
4: How do you <laughs> no. feel about
5: that, that the Monaro has become an instant well, well, classic? So or could is that, been that one of the just the whole rally rally marketing cars. angle?
4: Is that right. because they don't make them anymore? <laughs> 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 yeah, no. <laughs> uh, well, <that's, laughs> well, on one hand, on I'm devastated about the fact that they've I really can't understand why they've decided to take the Monaros off the market. On the other hand, I'd happen to have one, and and therefore I guess it's going to possibly increase in value and become a collector's item at some stage. So, you know, from that point of view... If uh, you can
1: hang on to it for the next 40 years. Well,
4: you've seen the ad on TV where the the last Monaro arrives into
5: and raised up into the... Museum yes. for the yes. viewers in Greenland. I believe <laughs> there's more than one now. So I used, um, to, I used to have a Monaro. The, the guys
3: in go. Greenland have got to email us because we'd love to know your names so we can actually speak a little bit more personally to you.
4: Yeah, but ba- yes. yeah. Well, I, I mean, I you know talking about keeping a Monaro for forty yeah. years. I mean, I used to have a Monaro back in Jew oh, was seventy four. And, it and was, you wish you still had it. I now. wished I still had it. Right? <laughs> and I'm thinking that what I might do is mothball this one and buy myself a Vespa or something and just drive around in that. But um yeah, that might be the way to go. But I think that getting back to the uh the V dub thing, I really do believe that it's going it's it will be a big thing for them. Uh, you know, I mean you have mm. to say you have to say that um you look at the you look at the the uh, V dubs racing around there, and you have and you think, Wow, you know, if they can build them anything like that they're going to be a great car to have mm. and uh,
1: yeah it's just a perception point of view mm. okay. well VW aren't really noted for four wheel drives and SUVs so if this thing does well mm. they definitely have put um, you know then suddenly they're in that market
5: they definitely have put a lot of energy in and as you say Linda five cars there mm. and I, I do get a feeling from the coverage I've seen over the, over four days now only that there's you know as you know oh, the way yes. things are that someone's tipping a lot of cash oh, of in course it is. Um, from a marketing point of view mm. to get that done So um, the others seem to be getting a little
1: bit less coverage than they previously have been. Mitsubishi have done well well the last two or three years.
3: Well, they've done longer than the last two or three years. But, I mean, particularly... Yeah,
5: held Anyway, that's all from Mike, and he'll be leaving.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Poor Mike's... No, (laughs) he's
5: busy eating. That's the the, the, uh, chilli dip, not the soup. He
3: thought it was a finger bowl. (laughs) Uh, least his hands are dirty.
2: (laughs)
1: licking them. <laughs> Linda, do you got, have you got anything else to uh, that you want to mention about long. the backer, or, oh, no, or should I we mean, move on to look, more general no, topics? I wanted to mention yeah? that, uh, look,
5: I just wanted to mention oh, that yes, uh, our, it's only fair to say that being in South Australia, yes. well, if you watched uh, the stage three, uh, South Australian motorcycle rider oh, and KTM dealers, um. Andy Caldicott, on the KDM, <laughs> Motorex KDM, um, well I don't know if he's Motorex or but he was asked to join the, the KDM factory team Genie. by Geordie Akrons and um, he's uh, won the stage for the motorcycles yesterday, had a, a bit of a problem there on day four with a bit of a loss of time, 14, 17 minutes or something like that, so he's gone off the leaderboards. Anyway, he said he's had uh, his, but last year, you know, it's up and down, you got to be there at the end, so yeah. it's Wonderful to be able to see that, and if you've been, if you've been to Keith, which is on the highway going towards Adelaide uh, to Melbourne, Melbourne yeah. that's <laughs> right. Uh, shut up. That <laughs> 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 uh, you'll find that there's not much there's out not there. That, rep- that no. represents
4: anything other than the tip of Africa. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's Where, a lot of land out there to ride your motorbike around. Do you think he'll be
1: back by next week? Well, what do
3: you I'm
4: think? I'm going to be driving through Keith next week. Ride well, if he's back not by much.
3: next week, it means he's DNF because he's not got another basically. Over
1: that to go. Yeah, of course he has. Yeah, yeah. So, you
3: so don't he won't want be back next week,
5: next week when I drive week. through. No, that okay, that's so fine then. You think there's a bit of like level two, flat
1: thirty nine of the air apartment stuff going on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. In jokes. No, yeah, yeah, i have yeah. missed that one. It's gone straight
3: over me, so I must be blonde. All right, so so Dakar, look, keep watching it. It is actually a brilliant. If, every every night. If uh, you're uh, not aware, uh,
5: SBS six o'clock or Eastern Standard Cox. Time in the West in the Eastern States at six thirty. Yeah, six thirty also Fox Central as well. Whoa. They're
3: doing it. Um, so there's enough place. And if you're stuck and you can't get SBS or you can't get Fox, jump onto the website as I said, and you'll be able to watch it there. But you've got to pay for subscription to watch that one. But anyway, you still see Snips. If
5: you, Mike, if you wouldn't keep your, if you wouldn't be keeping your, um. Monaro for four years, would you be keeping your Macintosh for four years? I know you'd probably like to buy a new one, but can you buy a new one? It's very
4: difficult to buy a new one in that late. Why Uh, is that, mate?
0: uh, (laughs)
4: No, no. I would mean, not go there, John. You're you really uh, setting set, yeah, yeah, you
0: set,
4: oh, set, <laughs> setting me up big time. I'm just.
5: not setting you up big time. I'm just going that like, at the end of the day, it is come to the moment where Apple next week will have their like their gala performance in San Francisco, and everybody's got waiting on on, on uh, bated breath for all the new products. Would be a dumb time to buy one, and that's why no one really wants to sell it to you because simply oh, the, the Apple reason? dealers are being really up front, going, "Hey." how am I going to be able to tell them next week that it's all just got better and better and faster and, and greater for less money or, or the same money?
3: Well, they did two weeks ago. So really, Christmas.
5: the
4: dealers in Adelaide yeah, are really question. doing the right thing. They're really great, the dealers in Adelaide. And, you know, it's, just, it's, just, it's interesting. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Yeah, you're welcome, JP. <laughs> <laughs> Um but That's Apple Centre Adelaide, know. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Apple yeah. yeah. Centre is awesome. Uh, anyway. When I bought my computer, the last computer I had, I've got, um, I bought the Apple Care you know, mm-hmm. extra warranty thing, right? And you know, at the time, I was thinking, oh, do I really want that? You know, I mean, my knowledge of Macintosh computers is pretty, pretty good these days, you know. And um, you know, it's not much I probably couldn't figure out myself. But you know, I tell you what, you know, I've had a serious amount of trouble with my airport uh, stuff just recently, moving into a new apartment and setting Trying myself to get up. It set back up, get get all set yep. back up, and it's just been extraordinary the service you get from your um, getting the Apple Care the extra Apple Care warranty thing yep. and, I was, and
1: and you I'll, haven't been put through to India?
4: well I think they must see my number come up because oh hi, right. <laughs>
5: <laughs> the Ganges is uh, yeah, going it's like
4: uh, you know um, I said to the guy from India the other day I said I just got back from the deli he said oh what deli is that and I said oh the new deli up on the corner and <laughs> 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 <is>. oh, <laughs> oh, oh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he wanted to have a curry with me. But um <laughs> anyway so but uh no I don't I don't take calls from uh, India, I immediately hang out and then um is this going to India, by the way? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
5: wow yeah <And> Greenland. <laughs> oh <and> Greenland. <laughs> but Mike's
4: right because uh, they
5: really and I I've i felt the same um uh, experience with the Apple Care arrangement you know initially you know it's like insurance you sort of go no, no, nothing ever happens but you know with, with cars you're either off the road or something But you, and you really can't afford the downtime with, with, with your computers and Mike was just telling me the other story one of your technicians that came over the other day and Mike was having all sorts of problems with bandwidth delivery there and he had all the an airport expressors set up and he just couldn't seem to get what was going on and the Going fast and slow, and trace it down to just a, just a faulty component there. That really, there's no way of really knowing that. That the, the, the products that Apple provide are very like click and go, and it all works. But occasionally there is the faulty part or something. Really, no, you know, and everything's Something's always going to slip through the, mm-hmm. well, through I right, think the, unfortunately, and, and, but but, but the techos life. fixed that and sorted that out straight away and went, hang on, okay, well, what do we do? Well, let's just take find the bad Apple here and we chuck it out like, and we'll fix it and, and replace it immediately.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, fun. no, uh, it is great. And, uh, you know, I, I remember initially when I first bought my first Apple, I've got a friend who uh, works nothing uh, with nothing but just uh, PCs and uh, DOS and the whole thing all the time. And and he said to me, his personal computer was a, was a Mac. And he said, if you get a Mac, I will help you set it up, right? And I knew nothing about computers at all. And uh, I thought, okay, well, that's a pretty good offer. So I bought myself this Mac and... Uh, Anyway, uh, first, you know, like day one, I, I'm stuck, <laughs> all right? And so I ring him up, and he says, uh, RTFM. Yep, I know what that stands for. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, said, well, I said, what's RTFM? Read the manual. Read oh. the friendly manual. Read the friendly manual, yeah, the friendly manual right? Okay. And I'm thinking, oh, great. Well, thanks for your help. Thanks for your support, right? And so that's how my introduction. And I did had. you read the manual? Well, I was forced to. Didn't and did know? it work? It was amazing it was I there. You worked, pro- yeah. <laughs> it's a thing. Thing. guy thing. There you go, always viewers, manuals.
1: always read the manual if you've got time. Yeah, don't do the
3: typical <laughs> guy thing where they go, oh, we're better than that, we don't need to well, read the manual.
1: While mm. we're talking about that, and I mean, obviously, being, uh, being an owner of an Apple Centre, I've got to get a couple of plugs in here. Um, for those of you who aren't aware of well, a Don't plug too hard, you'll... the viewers viewers need to know about this TechO site called InfoWorld.com Oh yeah, and it's not purely an Apple site so all of you heathen box users out there can uh, go there as well (laughs) and all you high level propeller heads who want to know about uh, you know enterprise servers and SQL and all that stuff can go there too but InfoWorld actually have 2006 Technology of the Year awards which they award at the end of 2005 Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm very happy to say that in operating systems, the best server operating system is Mac OS X Server 10.4, a powerful extensible Unix server with a uniquely robust set of standard features. Beautifully read. And the best client operating system, Mac OS X 10.4 Targa, a rich and friendly desktop OS built with professional users in mind. So there you go, there's two reasons to uh, use a Mac. And they did actually have one other map-oriented award. Which I've. Totally I'll give you lost your, and I'll give. About. I'll give you a weather report. But I mean, I'll give you the reason why,
5: why you need to buy a Mac is because no one bothers to write damn viruses for the thing.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. exactly
5: it. And you know, and you can surf your porn sites if you want. There's no spyware. And you see, you couldn't do that with you. You know, at the end of the day, you know, like that's what that. You know, that's the funny thing. That is why the internet is actually propagated. Is because believe it or not, it's because people have paid. For porn, oh, that's, and that's, 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 that's
3: one of the biggest things. In never, right. You'd never
5: pay for
4: it, though,
3: personally. No, no, but you. But up until <laughs> but somebody
5: know. does, you're putting him
3: on the spot. no, seriously.
5: On the on, uh, the point is, like, people weren't going to spend money over the internet, and now people buy their Qantas airfare or whatever they want to do on online, online banking because Everything. they've they've realised that it works, and the, the people that really were going to sort of. Bust that barrier down in the first place were the porn sites because people wanted to do, like, they, you know, they wanted to surreptitiously pay for something. At the end of the day, they gave their credit card out, and that showed that financial transactions could occur. and yeah. That's why financial transactions today work way outside the, sp- the spectrum of porn.
4: So,
1: we've got porn to thank for that. I think you've uh, to, to be totally honest. I think you've got porn to thank for a lot of things on the internet. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. And I'm not talking about porn sites. I'm talking oh. about the way that the pornography set up. And I've read a few articles about this. Uh, and I'm, it's, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, he I'm the only reason. I'm saying here, right? away oh, the, yeah, uh, the, this isn't the Playboy. I need ready for the articles <laughs> Yeah. This is actually some surveys that have been done. Oh. And the. Uh, Hold on, what are we Well, I've just about? realised that there's a bird's nest up there.
5: And And, that's Rusta, the and there's another bird there up there. The and Rust has killed the other bird today. You she killed the mum. Oh, man. I'm, we're going
1: to... Viewers, I'm oh. going to have to have a little cry. We'll have to put it down. Oh, uh, dear. Have, have Rust listen. Looks um, like you'll be looking after baby birds, sorry, John. Sorry, So, going so going now we've your... digressed. Let's digress back. <laughs> Let's get yeah. back to those um, articles, mate. Apparently, we... the, uh, the way that they operate and the way that they share people who view the sites and lead them to other sites has actually trailblazed a lot of things that now go on on the internet.
4: Like pop-ups and stuff.
1: That's right. And links mm. and all of those things. And it's, it's, it's all about traffic sharing and that's how they make them the, you know, the most revenue. And although that started off on the porn sites it's actually now flowed into the mainstream so that if you run Crash.net for argument's sake Crash.net mm. uh, which you guys were talking about last week You're mad if you don't have a link to V8 supercars or blah, 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 because it's all about traffic. And if you've got the ads or you've got the pop-ups... That's and you right. get the traffic through, then you can get the advertising revenue. It is
5: all about this having this no-walled garden approach. We've talked about that earlier with, in earlier episodes about Web two technology, and and that's that. You know, you give something out, you get something back. It's all good for everybody. Holding having a closed environment is never going to work, and I'm a bit worried about the way that iTunes is going, where it's not a really open architecture. Yes, it has a very very large install base. But I don't think, at the end of the day, do people are the people really going to download a copy of Desperate Housewives every week and watch it? No, they're going to take it and they're going to watch, play, watch it for catch-up episodes. But they're not really going to do it every week. And I think that might fit. So the figures that Apple have given out about downloads in that space have been very strong in the initial use because everyone wanted to go, "Hey, look what I've got! Yeah, oh, I got, got an iPod that plays video," and I like was brag factor. Down the track, two months, I don't think that's uh, a really um. Really, really the case. And if you look at it, I mean, Linda's uh, kid, Jimmy, had a, a PSP that he got for Christmas, and I picked it up and I go, man, have a go at the display on that. Now, if you want, you'd want you to have a PSP as a portable media playing device because the screen was better. It just didn't have an installed base, nor did it have a delivery mechanism like iTunes. So I think people have got to be careful about that sort of stuff, especially Apple. And it's interesting that, that um, there's been a. a um, a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a getting together of a couple of companies in Spain, Globo Media and Amina, a Spanish mobile company, recently acquired merging. by... by f- yes, merging, that's right. Thank you. Thank you, Mad Mac. <laughs> Monaro, man. Mike. Uh, in f- by France, acquired by France Telecom, and they're bringing a, uh, a, uh, a soap opera to a screen near you, a very, very, very small screen. But <laughs> what they've done is that they've got 350,000 downloads of the first episode in, in its first week which has wildly surpassed their expectations they're only about three or four minutes and that three or four minutes is important because you know it's called snack content a piece of programming that lasts four, three or four minutes it's a boredom killer while you're waiting at the bus stop oh, or you're, while you're drinking about... your
1: coffee or yeah it's a
5: little bit like that and people are paying 40, 40, uh, 0.4 of a euro or something like that for it It's cheap as what were those figures that I saw uh, what's 0.4
4: of a euro?
5: 0.6 of a euro not much, a buck. Yeah, about a dollar, yeah. a buck. And there's forty episodes, and so it's um. And look, there you go. Look, there's a picture there on the uh, on the, the new Nokia N70. I don't think they're available in this part of the world. Super so, so obviously, you know, some some super. So say that again. I love that word. Uh, super Villain-a. Yeah, they're from around the other part of the world, and it uh, looks, looks looks pretty good. Oh, it does. I'm um, now. While
1: you're on give, that subject,
5: while I'm on it, I'll just give you sorry before oh, I button okay. in here. I'll just give you a quick rundown on the series. It's about a family of aliens who take on a human form and wreak mischief when they land on, on, land on Earth. The grandmother is a sex fiend who picks up men in tapas bars. You'll like that. <laughs> the, the mother is sure a I junk, junk food yeah. addict and berates her children for eating healthy produce such as carrots. Their mascot, an alien canine, likes to eat humans on his morning outings.
3: I'm sure
5: I met them. And I when you were in was, Malaga. Yeah, when I was in
3: Tapa. Malaga, I'm sure I you met them. What happened first? I'm sure. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> and you know what? I reckon the viewers are really glad they tuned in to listen to some motorsport news this week. <laughs> well, give us a bit more. Of this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen! I
3: have so the motorsport content. You guys just, are talking everything else.
1: Let's okay. Let's go <laughs> motorsport. I think we've done uh, enough, tech, haven't we?
3: Have we? I don't know. No.
1: We might come back to it a bit later on.
3: Well really, I think after Matt well, World. It's I thought
1: be exciting. That tonight we we might just do a bit of uh, goofy predictions and things for uh, for the upcoming year, you know, like you heard it first on Radio Hot
3: Lap. Oh okay, well here, here's a Radio Hotlap heard it first, maybe. I'm not sure about that one. Interesting thing, Formula One. They're changing they're working on changing the rules as we all know for two thousand and eight. Um, basically it's it's Formula One's going away from what I believe they're
5: always changing rules. Well
3: they are always changing rules, but at the moment, for two thousand and eight, it really looks like that they're totally taking away from what Formula One originally was, was technological development.
2: True. Wasn't it? Yep.
3: Yeah, everything that went into Formula One is slowly filtered back down to what you drive in your car today. It's it all part of it. Everything
1: wrong, everything, blah, blah, blah. you know, yeah. all
3: these things. Okay, what the FI is saying is that they're going to change all the rules by 2008 because they're trying to bring it into this new rule where they're saying the budget for a team, for two cars to run, limit them, to 19,000 RPM rev
0: limit, which oh. is frigging. Up.
3: Oh, yeah, is that oh. awesome? Oh, wow. Which I think is amazing that Jeez, kind of think we, are, we nearly got
5: there your get, scooter last week round double oh, We I sure all get that out Cops of a road car. i still looking
3: for my bike. They
5: hit it behind a bin. They haven't home. gone
3: and got it. I'm too scared to go and get it in case they've got it under surveillance. Anyway, they're trying to say that for under US, US $80 million, <laughs> they're trying to sort of roughly base it around that. That's to run the team, which is like. I mean, it's a <laughs> standing lot than of money. Them with but them at the yeah, it is. It's a lot less. Now, if this does happen, it's interesting that Pensky and Roger Penske has actually said and looking into it and talking to Bernie Eccleston saying, well, if you guys can get this happening and bring it into this budget, we're in. Mm. And the other thing interesting, too, is even though Renault are sort of, you know, like they're still there and we don't know what's really going on for 2008, David Richards is actually quietly trying to acquire the Renault Formula One team.
1: So, mm, hot mm, rumour. Mm, hot rumour from Radio Hot Lap there.
3: Yeah, now that's not going to be for next year or this year. That's for 2008.
1: Long-term plan.
3: Yeah, but isn't it amazing? Like we're talking, to, well, it was three years, two years now, two years away, and this yep. is what they're up to already.
2: Mm.
5: So yeah,
3: that's about the only exciting thing I can tell you, other than...
5: Well, I was planning what? lunch with DR and
0: Flavio over at Sport <laughs> in a couple of days' <laughs> no, time. I'm going to
5: shoot you. off over there. I just
4: don't have to be anything nice to eat. Amish oh, pudding. Yeah. Um, You're off to Europe, <laughs> Europe uh, tomorrow, isn't it?
5: Mate, I'm going up to Sydney for a to day to, to 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 talk you? crap with a couple of web developers up there, and just did a, a BMW it's take project. It's taking me to
3: Sydney to make sure I go back.
5: Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going back. I do that for a, a day, and then I'm actually going out to, to Phil Ward, uh, Phil Ward's Aussie racing car operation, oh, hi, to have hi. a look out there yeah. and see. Phil rang me last uh, week, or just before Christmas, and we had a little bit of a chat about what might be going on in the. In the world of 2006, don't have a TV package down their way, but they're sort of committed with the V8 supercars, and that's that's very good for the for their um, um, exposure. Cataboy. But you know, you do need TV, and if TV goes away, sponsors go away. So I think that that's um, a should be a very interesting chat. we had a quite a long one on the phone, and I, I think it 's a great category and you know without someone like Phil Ward and his vision to be able to bring a category like that to the forefront there 'd be a lot of less people a lot of people not in in race cars and there 's not too many categories where you can see four or even five cars wide into the first corner oh, absolutely
1: <laughs> no, I think phil 's done a great job with this and isn 't it interesting how motorsport goes around? I mean I can remember where we had u k Paulie on the show just before Christmas. And uh, when UK Paulie and I went down and met Crusher for the first time uh, in Bathurst in about 1994 or three, or I think it was 1994. Um, That'll be Crusher who looks after Crusher's Marcus. Marcus, yes. it, we, looked, we looked after Marcus Ambrose boy. and That's Russell Ingall at the Stone Brothers. Absolutely, the very same. And um, oh, that Crusher, yeah, that same Crusher. Oh, I'm with We'd have him, um, him, but there's no room. <laughs> and uh, at that point in time the uh, the person that uh, Paul lovingly refers to as Goosehead, uh, otherwise known as Steve Ellery, was actually racing for uh, Phil Ward on that very, uh, very same Bathurst weekend. And Paul and I ended up, we were supposed to be going to Phil Ward's uh, after race show at some restaurant or the other in Bathurst and the place was packed out and there were five million hangers on. And the three of us ended up at Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. And you know, now you're going to have a, have a
5: meeting with well, him. Well, I can probably expect another bit of tea bag from Phil when I go out to his place and you know, <laughs> and have a look at HFC. the operation. Anyway, but, whatever.
1: But back to Formula I'll One. I for a bit a of budget racing. While, while, while we were on Formula One there, 2006, switched to V8s. Um, I read during the week that. Um, a uh, few people are sort of excited. I heard a little bit of a uh, snippet of an interview with, uh, with Michael Schumacher saying that he thought that this was going to be a good year, a much better year than last year, and he was happy with his uh, test drive so far. Um, Williams have, have uh, apparently tested their car, uh, and that seems to be going quite well. Uh, Mr. Weber was sort of quoted as saying, Well, okay, the cars aren't as fast as last year, but you can be much later on the brakes so the speed shouldn't be as bad as everybody seems to expect that they will and because it's a it's a total unknown really in terms of what teams are are, are doing and how their overall development package is going. I think it's going to be a really, really good season for Formula 1.
5: Oh, I reckon it's just going to be the same old boring shit fight that it's oh, always been, actually. I think it good. <laughs> I mean, it, <laughs> I really do. Oh, I you're just... just in such a pessimistic No, I know. Today. I swear, I oh, tell you. Yeah, I tell you, I tell off you off that, like, you know, the media that goes, yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. It's just they just don't do their research right. Until the tests have come back from your res, we'll not, not, not know where everybody's at.
3: But it's going to Tra- be interesting from the fact that they've changed the engines. So we've all of a sudden I got this... I mean, OK, we're going backwards in a way, but then forwards. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I yeah, mean, it
5: will be, but it, it be doesn't any, make for good television, anymore. Linda. Well, we I'm, don't know that so No, it doesn't, because the that. cameras it, it, don't not, work right. It, Today, if you go back and you look at television from the Formula ones from like from 20 or 30 years ago, you get a real sensation of speed. Here, you get these cameras which can like pan one and a half kilometres down a straight or something, and you've got no impression of speed, it doesn't no, feel well, real. Yeah, I
3: agree and, and
5: rallying, you get that feeling.
3: No, I don't believe it because you watch rallying on you, television, I? I think I know, like I've watched the, the videos, and you just go, God, that looks slow, and you know damn well you're in the car, it wasn't. Well, I don't it agree always, with you, you and viewers. So I told to them that
1: to argue today. I said we we just agree <laughs> in No, he's in an too.
3: argumentative right. mood. And he is. God, he's viewers,
1: yeah, he he's, he's having one of his grumpy days. It's You've okay.
3: snap out of it before the end of the night. We'll just start a yeah. Get
1: a good there slack. Go. We, we won't let him cook the barbecue you later if he doesn't so lighten up. that. He's going to get it from <laughs> me. <laughs> I've got,
4: got a good car joke for you. Go, go, oh, right? car joke? Yeah, yeah, car joke. And this uh, fellow, this woman comes home one day and she's really upset and... She says to her husband, "I've had it. I've totally had it." And he said, "What have you had?" She said, "All my friends' husbands buy them, buy them uh, Maseratis, Lamborghinis, Ferraris, Porsches. You know, all those really extraordinary fast cars. I want you to buy me something that goes from zero to a hundred in less than four seconds." well. well. And half an hour later, he came back with a pair of bathroom scales. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Very good. Oh, okay. Yes, thank you moving for that on that now. Uh, oh. V8 supercars. V8 supercars have... Thank you for that rust.
2: Yeah,
1: keep on that rust. Don't let them get in. Um,
5: so what's the supercar driver? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, funny You're you all say that. Up outside. Well, I mean,
5: we're only a hundred,
1: hundred meters down the road from the end of Brabham Straight. Okay, we are. They're all heading off to um, Brisbane in March. Um, in March. Apparently, the, that's two months. they the official doing. V8 Supercars Australia 2006 season launch is going to happen in Brisbane in conjunction with the Brisbane Motor Show. But they're really going all out, the the V8 Supercar guys. They're going to have all the transporters there. The latest uh, merchandise for all the teams, with all the new colour changes. They even say in their press release, in some instances, the paint will still be drying. <laughs> so there you go. That's for all the people <laughs> who stitch up their last-minute sponsorship but deals. But that's
3: normal in motor racing. Um, is I that must that say, not I,
1: like, I take my hat
5: off to the guys that do the media coverage for VHC because But the whole thing is so over-mediated. There's just too many people selling the same story about the same stuff. So, I, and that's why I think we're here to do a different story. The, well, I was the Royal H.G. of Motorsport.
1: Well, that's fair enough. The real deal. Well, well so, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. tell us something interesting then, Johnny. Well, well, we'll tell you Putting so you put yourself interesting. in the spot. Tell us something we don't know. I've just got a
5: 60-inch screen for my iPod. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> what? Yes, I have. I just, I've got the video iPod and I'm looking at it and I'm going, well, okay, if I've got to watch that other episode of Desperate Housewives, <laughs> I want to see it on a big screen.
3: Well, I watched it last night. I tried
2: it
5: out. It's the iPod. The iBud. It's a little. Uh, it's a little headset arrangement. I look like a complete dork, but it comes from a, a, a company called Imagine, and um, the iBud uh, 800 is going to be available uh, probably about to uh, $900 Australia. And connect up to it, and look at it. I've got a picture here.
1: Uh, it's very, very small. Isn't it just a one-eyed device? Though that's what I heard. <laughs> one-eyed, <laughs> well it is. What do you do with the other eye? Do you have to keep it closed? Yeah, basically or? it looks like a. So you walk around like Long John Silver. Ah, <laughs> Jim, lad, look at me, iPod.
3: <laughs> you look like you're something out of Total Recall.
5: If you thought wearing a Bluetooth ear set was fine in public this is much worse (laughs) it's going to be it's going to be something that you are going to get arrested for sure, because if you're using it, you're going to have to have something over your head. That'll look like a towel, straight to terrorism
1: land. <laughs> oh! Oh, you, oh. Know, it's just a, you know, Department of Homeland Security. I think that's a bit... I think that... that but I mean, the but logical he... conclusion to that, though, yeah. obviously will be that the price will drop, it'll become oh. binocular, so you'll actually wear it across both eyes, it'll wrap around, you'll have your headphones in, and then you can just lay back on the couch with your iPod on Completely in your own little world. Someone can come in, rob your house, and you can bloody finish the movie later on. There's no furniture anywhere. There's just you, the chair, and the iPod. Perfect. And the headpiece.
3: What else do you need?
1: Well, absolutely
3: nothing. Obviously,
1: that's, you know. Looks like something out of Star Trek. What were those really
4: (laughs) bad guys in Star Trek? Um.
3: Oh, Data. He had those funny glasses. Now, if they could design them with those glasses instead of that, it would. It'll work. Mm. Look, but that's the, just the beginning. I mean, if, if that's the beginning, the it technology won't take of it for that a has been yeah,
5: the technology that's been available to fighter pilots to be able to have heads-up displays built yes. into their uh, helmet. Hmm information, helmet systems, have been available to the public for a long long time, mm. and there's no reason why that sort of technology can't filter down and be delivered to the masses it's really, it's a chicken and egg thing you go, well we want to build this but the first unit's going to cost a fortune until we get mass adoption with like with anything, mm. and that's probably why the Monaro's <laughs> not
4: staying around took the words right out of my mouth sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean it
5: is simply that, you know there was no economy of scale there and uh you know i think it's 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 gonna go go well
1: oh, i'm sure oh, it's the no. way of the future and it will go well and it, and yeah as we've just discussed it it'll probably just just get better the price of the technology will drop and it will end up being just a complete headpiece and uh life will be rosy you'll just and be able to sit there on the plane
3: on their
1: <clears throat> the only thing is if you've got you know if, if you're watching music videos and you start singing along or there's a good comedy show on and you're laughing your bloody head off and you're wearing one of those on the plane or porn. you know well yeah, well, I we shouldn't go there, but. He uh, <laughs> won't go there. <laughs> um, it, Virtual, it, whatever. It oh, could well, be. Uh, <laughs> could make life uncomfortable for those around you. Let's just leave it at that.
3: No, I think just looking. No, I can't see that one. I don't see that being as making life uncomfortable for people around you because you're just in your own little world and you're just going to isolate That's yourself right. and they're going to go, they're in their own world, I'm not talking to them, and you're going, I don't want to talk to you. So. It,
1: well, maybe I mean maybe we can relate this back to John's comments about Formula One and about how boring it is now because of the cameras and everything else.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe once you've got something like that and you've got better in-car cameras, you'd, you'd be able to do virtual laps of just yeah. about anywhere. I mean, um, you know, just laying cool. back in your armchair, and if who knows, the next step could <laughs> be that you get the little electric motors in the armchair like they do in those uh, oh, yeah, uh, you those, know, moving uh, yeah. cradles where you do a lap of bathurst yeah. and all that sort of stuff.
5: Well, this is hey, an the idea we had a limit. few years ago when we talked yeah. about talking to panels about his golf courses over there in uh, where is it? Like, uh, uh, Diablo Grand. Diablo Grand, yeah. Hello, Paulie. Yeah, and you know all about that over there in the UK, how we got involved with all that. But I thought, well, here he's got three Jack Sarazen designed golf courses, and imagine, like you think about it, like a golf course, is like a local area network it doesn't change so if you put transmission devices all the way around that golf course wherever you were you could be in in constant communication with a a piece of information like a data point so if you had heads up display goggles that was actually transmitting information to you from these data points as you moved around the golf course well what's to say that you couldn't actually transpose a fictitious character and play with them Yes. Because on the basis that they're all CAD-designed golf courses, you could get a real player to go into a studio and play a golf course, and the information in all the, the financial, sorry, the the, the, the the technical information from the, from the inform, information from the, um, from his swing could be then correlated and displayed on screen. Mm. And so you could walk, you could hire these glasses, which are effectively heads-up display glasses, and... Walk along the golf course, and because there's a GPS system built into it, you know, you could be going, Oh, I'm playing with Jack Nicholas today, but really, I'm just on my own. Virtual Jack mm. Nicholas. Virtual Jack Nicholas. What about, Linda? What about And Rayleigh? sunglasses, sunglass manufacturers would be able to get behind that in a big way. Well, they
3: wouldn't are, cat- they? I mean, look at what Oakley have done with the MP3 players and theirs. So, I mean, it's only just a yeah.
1: Well, and then the next step, I mean, if you're talking heads up displays. Oakley
3: put MP. Don't, you don't know about the Oakley no. sunglasses, the $600 Oakley sunglasses mp3 there player you. in them Damn. and what you do is you connect it to your um computer you download your songs onto your sunnies and then as you you know like to, and the only reason i found out about this was a, a guy in tassie who's a truck driver he actually bought a pair because he's on the road so often and he said you actually get a better sound in your ears through having it you know like just outside your, your ears rather than yeah. your earbuds yep. because especially in a truck you have got a lot of noise so i mean he and he loves it and i mean He said, yeah, they were $600, but they're brilliant lenses and I've got this MP3 player. And it doesn't, it's not this huge bulky thing. It's just like a normal pair of glasses, except that the side arms, I suppose you call them, um, are a little bit thicker and one end is where you can plug it in and upload your music and off you go.
4: It's extraordinary, isn't it? You know, I mean, I'm in business and it was only, what, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, that we, well, it might have been fractionally
1: longer, we didn't have faxes. That's right. Yeah. You know, I can remember when the fax machine first came in. Yeah. Sure. You know, yeah.
4: and and we and we run and all of a sudden we've got the fax machines and you think then you start thinking to yourself, Well heck, how could I possibly ever run a business without a fax? Yeah. Right. And now it's email And, and now it's email. And, yep. Right. And you, and faxes are almost obsolete. What I often think about is like well, there's something out there, right, that's coming our way. Yep. Right. That we have got absolutely no conception of. No idea whatsoever, but it will be the thing that replaces, um, you know, the email and the internet yes. as, as we know it. And, we, and, and
1: it's that, it but probably we it will be. I mean, like the, the original concept with a PDA, um, a lot of people still use PDAs, but if you look at the, the form factor of an iPod and then you look at a PDA and then you think about where Apple was all those years ago with, with their own PDA. Um well, you know you you could effectively get to that stage where you've got that whole thing. you've got your mobile, you've got your PDA, you've got your uh, your portable music player and video device all in one. All in one little neat package, and you know you can send anything anywhere. Surf the net, do what you like. It's uh, it's, it's extraordinary. Yeah, it's yeah. just amazing the way that technology is going. There's no doubt about that. And you know, all know, this, I'm going to have one, one of these Brayside side uh, And all this You'd technology go it, is
5: going to actually float down in, into the world of motorsport.
4: It will, and that's. Well, Linda,
3: you're on. I'm on. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm on. Well, I, I you're think on. We've we've got a we've got a special guest. That's. We've just run through and say hello to him. Well, who have we got? We have Dale, Dale Moskett, our Australian Rally Champion coder over on the line. Hi, Dale, how are you going? Hey,
0: Linda, guys, how are you all? Oh, very hey, well. Dale.
1: Thank you, Dale. Lovely to hear your voice.
0: Great, thanks, thanks for
5: having me again. Well, and I have to apologise for saying your name wrong last week. That's
0: all right. You, um, you forgive me? I get it quite often. John Smiles did it all year, so I shouldn't
3: get angry at you about it. Hang on, we're just trying to turn you up because we can hardly hear you.
4: We're trying to turn you on.
3: You right. Yeah. Now we that can turn. <laughs> hey, Mike <laughs> wants to turn you on. That's
0: interesting, Dale. <laughs> There's an offer. Fairly safe from here. Probably not going to do it, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Fair
3: enough. So, Dale, what's been happening between your Christmas, New Year from oh, like, New Year from last week? Anything exciting?
0: Um, I sort of I went down the coast, down to Oladulla. Mm-hmm. I live in Sydney, so just a couple of hours down the coast. Um, hung out with the Croker family, which is a, a rally family. That I've been friends with for a number of years. I actually so, was um, reading about them today. went down there and went uh, skiing and wakeboarding and down to the beach and all those sorts of things.
3: Oh, good on you. And what about work, mate? What about work now? <laughs> oh, what about work? I know it's the off-season, but the thing is you do have to start sort of pulling your finger out and doing something. Yeah,
0: no, I've actually been doing that over the last couple of days, so... So can is, you tell us?
5: It is a frustrating Cause time. Because I don't know either. I'm
3: still in the dark as well. So if you can shed some light for me, that'd be great. I think
5: we're all in this frustrating time of year, mate. It's just sort of like the month of January. We're all just waiting yeah. for phones to ring. Oh, it's
0: crazy, isn't it? It's, yeah, uh,
5: it's frustrating.
2: Pretty
0: you see what they call it this is a silly season. So it's um yeah, I'm sort of pulling my hair out at the moment as well.
3: What are the rule changes?
0: Uh, basically, the Super 2000 is going to be introduced into the ARC, um, which is, I think, quite good for the sport as a whole. We've always tried to stay, you know, current with all of the international regulations.
3: They're not going to have the huge budgets as the Group N cars do, or even what the World Rally cars or Group A cars did.
0: From what they're saying, they should be a lot cheaper to run, and for us all the way down here, with not a lot of sponsorship dollars and things like that, But that can only be a good thing, so...
3: Yeah, do you reckon that if this does go ahead, which it looks like it probably will, do you reckon that there's going to be more manufacturers involved that we haven't seen before? It is actually to be awesome because, I mean, if you look from overseas point, how many manufacturers are pulling out? Yep. And yet, if we in Australia can actually have manufacturers coming in, like, what a coup. it. I mean, that's always the interesting thing about these new tarmac rally regulations that I've been reading. Yep. And really, at this stage, you've actually got a choice. You can nominate what rules you're running under. Yep. You can nominate that you're running under the old rules, which was yep. basically the rules we had for 2005 previous, yep. and you've got to go by the supregs of, you know, whatever rally you're running. Um, or you can go to the new rules. And, I mean... <laughs> I mean I can understand yes you've got to do this it's like anything you've got to slowly introduce some new rules in but to actually say to people you have a choice pick which rule you want and this is the way you're going I mean what are your thoughts on that?
0: It's a bit strange I just read the newsletter from Targa saying that, that um, group N cards aren't going to be allowed in Targa yet we've just written or there's just been a new written rule that group N cards will be allowed in
3: I no, but unfortunately, I mean, I'm confused. I don't know if I'm burning bridges here, but that is very typical of TARGA. It's, it's, it's very typical of the organisation in there.
0: Well, that's, that's what they're claiming as well, is the fact that they're using a, a clause in their, their regulations that says up to their discretion as to who they, which invitations they accept. So that's right. It's a little bit of a different system, and it's a little bit confusing for all those guys involved in
3: it as well. It is, because TARGA is actually the... Well, TARGA Tasmania in Australia is the only event where... Because it's an invitation event and it's not a case of like everything else where um, <clears throat> you just, you know, you put your entry in and the first, few, you know, whatever they have, say 80 cars, the first 80 cars in, right, you're in. Yep. With Target, you're invited. So you apply to enter the event, you sit there and hope and pray that the technical committee think, yeah, your car's pretty cool or interesting or whatever. Yep. And then they send you this lovely little letter going, thank you very much, we have invited you. Now, what they do then is during the event, which I've known from ex- exact examples, they can change the rules accordingly during the event because it's invitational and that gives them this loophole. Now, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but I think if we're going to go with a tarmac series, which you know we were discussing last week, but if we're going with tarmac rally regulations, which is meant to be applied to TARGA as well, why have this invitational thing, just make it what it is and leave it set the whole way across the board?
0: I don't know whether they they do it the way the target are that Target does it overseas uh, that I haven't heard about, but it just seems it seems ludicrous to write a set of rules that don't apply to the biggest event that we all you know, strive to do. So I don't uh, I don't see if there's any method to the madness there, but yeah, I guess everyone's opinion on it will come out soon enough.
3: Well, we'll find out soon enough, won't we? Absolutely. We'll see who turns up and who's invited.
0: Yeah. Well,
5: Dale, the rain's coming down here. We're sitting out in the backyard doing the show, and the rain is starting to come down. We're going to have to probably leave it there and, and, and get indoors, mate. Yeah, but mate, uh, mate, thanks for taking the, the time there, to have yeah. a chat to us Savo. No problems at all. Look forward to catching up with you uh, soon. Yep, no problems.
3: All right, bye. buddy, you take care. You're all right,
5: bye. And if the, uh, the uh, 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 wedding doesn't go ahead, mate, we'll see you at Buller.
0: <laughs> no worries
5: at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, take thanks. care, mate. Bye. Thanks. Well, we are going to have to wrap it up, uh, viewers, because, um, the, the, weather, the rain oh, is really
1: closing in on us. And, it's a, and we've it's done a, nearly an hour, I noticed, yeah. so uh, it, it's we, it's we've not, done it's fairly well. Yeah, it, it always goes very, very quickly. I just wanted it's to amazing. quickly
5: say that there's a couple of really interesting things uh, to that I just need to sort of to go through technically-wise. That in the last couple of days, Google has announced that they're going to deliver Google-branded PCs. They're not going to run Windows. They're going to run a Google operating system. That'll obviously be built on Linux, and hence it'll be nice and cheap. cheap and box. people are talking about, they're in discussions with Walmart in the U.S., and I'd imagine... At uh, the CES, which starts the, monitor, the consumer electronics show in Las Vegas in the US, will be um, they will be, uh, Larry Page will be showing that product off. And I reckon that's going to turn the industry on its ear. And a lot of people will be pretty worried about the way that uh, Google um, is operating because, uh, in fact, they're, they're the next people that, that, that everyone's worried about, not Microsoft, on the basis mm-hmm. that they have, you know, Basically everybody's ear; they've become a new word, you know, in the dictionary. You want to find something, you want to Google it. So I want yeah. to find a video. Well, what's to stop them providing free content there? Because they're just all, all the big, all the big uh, operators, News Corp, uh, News, um, News Limited, and blah blah. blah, blah. So they'll have
4: an impact on obviously, you know, the prices. It,
5: it will be. It will. It will turn the whole um, industry of media delivery on its ear. In a very big way.
4: That's huge. That's exciting. Stand by
5: in the next couple of days and at the next uh, show next week uh, in the UK with International Pauly. We will have all the updates and what's going on at uh, Consumer Electronics Exhibition plus the pre-preview of just the day before Autosport goes live. Um, and, uh, and what happens in, in the world of Macintosh. And I tell you, I reckon there'll be a lot of people going to be buying Apple-based products. There's definitely going to be something coming out new, and I think there'll probably be a new Shuffle replacement. The other thing yep. is shuffle that, uh, is that um, our good mate, uh, the head of Apple, Steve Jobs, and uh, CEO of Pixar, it looks like, well, he could be the, the new chairman of Disney Corporation.
2: Yeah. Uh, how really funny really is uh... that? Like
5: It looks like Disney's very, yeah. very keen to rekindle that, uh, that old... Um, The relationship that they used to have with the storytelling uh, individuals to buy Pixar and get access to all those new films coming online, there, uh, which is Cars, I think, is the next one. It relates
1: back to uh, the iPod again.
5: (laughs) It always
1: goes back to the the bloody iPod. And if you drill down from that, it
5: goes back to the wonderful service from Apple Centre Adelaide. Yeah, well, thank you very much. Mike got in his place. You were in your you were in your element this afternoon. I was. I went into the
3: Apple Center this afternoon. I was taken in in there, and I was like a child. Linda came in the warehouse
1: and saw all the piles of (laughs) stock. Whoa! I was literally excited.
3: I was within minutes. I was sort of like, without even asking JP, I was shuffling through shelves and pulling off boxes, going, "Look at this! Look at this! Look at this!" this I what this it was just awesome it was really great so if you are in adelaide and you get a chance drop down and see jp because you just have a mad time and we had a mad time playing with the um g5 max taking okay. taking silly photos with the eyesight little camera on the top of it and everything so we had a great um and then to top it off and i mean this blows me away because okay i'm a snob all oh, right yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a i'm a I try to be—I try to be snob, okay—and you know, like I love I the be, fact that I, I can be. actually say, you know, I like, <laughs> oh, I didn't I like shopping at Gucci and all this stuff, and I love coming out with my big bags, you know, with my Manolo shoes and everything else. But today came out of the Apple Store, and I had the amazing. Apple bag and it's not a plastic bag that you throw away this one you keep right so you go into the Apple store in, in Adelaide and they give you stuff and you don't even have to buy it it's so cool and lanyards. <laughs> and lanyards I got lanyards for all our iPods for my boys and I lost, so JP, deliver, thank you not I love it but it's just amazing and I I will be honest I've never known any store you know like Technic, you know technical store, whatever, to give you stuff like that. Well, you must that, be a whole lot better looking than me.
4: I've been shopping there for ages and I've never been given a thing. But well, oh, well, well, so you haven't been in lately. <laughs> well, <it's>, uh, <laughs> this is the new regime now.
1: It's great. I'm in there
4: tomorrow. Right? Let me and why
1: it. all you guys are plugging Apple and I own an Apple store, I'm going to go back to motor racing and say, hot news, this year British Formula BMW Championship, there are not one, but two Mansells. Nigel's two sons, Leo and Greg, both of them. are both in the Formula BMW Championship. In
5: and America I'd love here. to be there at the four-side chat when they crash into each other on the first call. Well,
3: it would be very interesting. It is interesting. And that was interesting because I read today about... Oh, whose son was it? Um... Um 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 Nico Rosberg. No no no, no. And just Malcolm while I'm Wilson, sitting here I can Malcolm say Wilson's that I can
5: confirm that you are better looking than Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh Mike,
3: I thought he was a better looking He's Mike. got but a anyway. Minara. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> and it's black. Yeah, I don't have a Minara. I just well, have dark, you? Um, but anyway, <laughs> <you> get dark and did he get that ribeye? <laughs> yeah.
3: Going back to this, we've got Malcolm Wilson's son, I think it's Matthew, who is now who has been driving in the British Rally Championship and done a few little events. He's now been signed on by his dad, and okay, I don't mean that nastily. Um, to do all sixteen rounds this year of the world championship. Now, the other thing too is we look. Okay, we've got Mansell. Yes. Got Malcolm Wilson. Um, who else? we've got? Alan Jones' son is it Christian? Yeah, Christian. Yeah, he's yeah. now at racing. Yeah. I mean, Nico
1: Rosberg just yeah, starting this exactly. year in Formula I One. Yeah, I mean, it, it
3: is well, a Christian big thing that, and it's mm, fabulous that has. the parents can actually give their kids this opportunity. And that's exactly what it is. It's the parents being in there and having the know and the pull to get their kids in it. I wish I had that because I'd love to get my sons into it. But, and it's great. But how many of these kids really are talented?
1: Well, it's interesting you should say that, but I mean, the the the, um, the review I read of of uh, Greg and Leo uh, Mansell was actually, in- interestingly enough, <laughs> part of an interview with Murray Walker. <laughs> and you know, Murray's <laughs> Murray. Murray's not pro Nigel no. at all, and he hasn't known the boys <laughs> since they grew up. But he was very, <laughs> but he was very very um,
3: diplomatic.
1: No, definitive oh. on the basis that he didn't think that they'd got in because of Nigel. He really thought they had talent. Apparently, in the uh, in the pre-season testing or uh, whatever they do over there, there's a little circuit up in Wales, um, which is called uh, Pembry. Um, it's off the top of your head. Both of those guys uh, lapped there in the Formula BMW faster than anybody else had lapped. That's so, great. you know, that's... that. I don't know, it it could be good. Obviously, they've got a lot going. They've probably got more going against them than they've got going for them. Well, they've got scrutiny. You know, so, yeah. On the other
3: side of the coin, they've got the, the people that have been there, done it as basically mentors that can show them and tell them, listen, mate, I've been there, done that. Don't go that road, you go this road. Whereas a lot of them coming in, they may not have those mentors. True. Well, what age are we
1: talking about here? Uh, one's 18 and the one's apes. 20, I think. Yeah, hmm. so, yeah, But then Nico Rosberg's 20 and he's in Formula One. So if they're starting in Formula BMW, they've probably got... 2009 would be about the earliest they'd be able to get into Formula 1 if they were heading that way. Yeah,
3: probably. And it's so, just, yeah, it's the working up so ground too. We'll see. I'll ask you in 2009. Nine. Well, how boys going? That's
4: an excellent <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if Shoemaker will still be around uh, by then. And, uh, oh, uh, who
3: God, knows. I'm sorry. But <laughs> if he is still around, oh, he's poor <laughs> parents. So well, I, I, I think there think might be a
4: chance for the... Um for the Mansell boys to take him out somewhere. Um, well, wow,
1: the yeah, yeah. oh, the, the, there's an interesting mm. thought, too. Mm-hmm. could be interesting. But uh, just bit as a little aside, a, a, a little bit of motor racing trivia um, the Pembury Circuit in Wales, um, I've never been there, but I've been past it once or twice, is in Carmarthenshire and it is very close to the Pendine or Pendine Sands. Where uh, Malcolm Campbell broke the world speed record in 1924. He was the first man to do, I think it was uh, 146 miles an hour back then in 1924, and over the following three years he bumped that uh, world land speed record up to 175 miles an hour. Wow. So, uh, yeah, interesting little place. So, there you go, Johnny. If you've got nothing better to do when you're in the UK, go to Pembury and suss it all out.
5: I've got. Uh, three or four days off in Bury St Edmunds. I haven't been there. I believe it's a lovely little spot. It is
1: a top spot. And uh, have you been there? Yes, I have. Is there many, any, many, is, many years ago, though. Can is you it, go shopping there? It's quite rural, isn't
3: <laughs> it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I only mentioned it today. I said, you, you know, do. if you're over there, go shopping. It's, it's quite rural, you, but Gucci.
1: some of nice. yeah, the... I
3: know, no, I'm talking about John, because we had to go close shopping mm. for John. Some of though.
1: those little rural shopping centres like that, though, are just fantastic over there because you get a good... You get this great mix that only the English could do where you've got, like, a really old-fashioned high street with, uh, I guess, what we'd call today variety stores of, of different, you know, Is uh, going to be a good brands and things like that. <laughs> and then you've got at the end of it or off to one side, there's the big super shopping centre with the supermarket and the car parks and everything else. And there are always good pubs. Oh, well. Is there a deli? I don't need happy. to worry about it. What's a deli? Oh, a new deli. You can have your corner shop, mate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's not going <laughs> to say. <deli>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: Well, I think, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to wrap it up. Uh, no, I JP, think you're I just right. uh, just a reminder for everybody it's, oh, it's, yes, it, it, is. it is time to get your CVs in order uh, because it is a new year of motor racing. And, you know, if you haven't got your CVs in order, well, we might be able to help you a little bit here. We've been helping a few people. Don't want CV8 I need help. No, not a CV8 <laughs> <eight laughs> <eight> Monaro. <laughs> He's got it on the brain, the poor <laughs> man. <laughs> You go, yeah, that's Latin what we spot. do at Hot Lap. I did but we are on holidays, so we don't want to go into it too much. We might talk about it a bit next week. And, and, um, with, with well, you're going to be yeah? filling well next
1: week because yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, gonna I'm gonna not be going to be there. You'll you be jetting be? off, so uh, we'll you know, go. I'll be stuck. Here. Well, actually, I'm going to be down in the southeast next week, so uh, if there's any Radio Hot Lap viewers in Mount Gambier, I'm going to be down there on Wednesday and look out in Aracourt. I'm there Thursday and Friday. So you'll be signing papers and bits of papers and stuff Oh look, it'll be all sorts of places, mate. I mean, you just wouldn't believe. Apparently, they want me to open a shopping centre. Oh, is that right? wow! No, <laughs> <laughs> he had to go for a he was So straight faced, I believe <laughs> I was
3: kind of like, what? Well,
1: okay, I think that really does wrap up. Now. <laughs> does.
4: Yeah, I've heard enough in one day now. Yeah. <laughs>
5: well, thank you, viewers, for listening to yet another episode of Radio Hoplet. Hoplat- uh, uh, episode uh, twelve, I think it is even though we seem to have done more. iTunes can't count. There's another bird that's nearly lost its life. And there's one up there that I, I'm just looking at me with a line. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be uh, a lovely My husband or wife tonight. isn't coming home tonight. I'm feeling a bit lit, uh, oh, oh, don't. That's yeah, not true. Yeah. Sure. I'm not being. worried. We close problems. the show on that note. No, we're not closing the show on that note. We're going oh, to cl- close the what note. What are closing the show with? We're closing the note on the show. The fact that we... Um, uh, well, I've had too much of that damn race i just and, and we're on get hold of the bright well, side Therese, as you can tell track. from John it's who, it very well. nice there's nothing wrong with this mate there. no yeah. it's extremely nice wine and it's very uh, kind of, uh, of, of Glenn Wanless to send that around to us no, I, I think I'll get a few it's breaks. going to be, work particularly well with the uh, wing ribeyes uh, Angus curls oh, that we've, nice. got, we've got today but not nearly as good as the ones we had earlier today it's we've had I mean yesterday rather, at um, the Asta Hotel in town. Marcus uh, Bernardi was very kind enough to be able to provide a beautiful lunch for us there, and um, what a top bloke bloke he is. They're right there on the corner of of Pulteney and uh, Gillies Gillies Street in the middle of town, au. Great spot to go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't want to say that there's a very large... Gay sauna next door. Oh, but I, now that I've said it, <laughs> which has
1: incidentally been there for years and years, because when we had our store in Gillis Street, it was. you know,
5: <laughs> I, know I was telling Linda and it. I said, if you watch carefully, you'll see people sneaking. <laughs> people walking down at the last minute. believe <laughs> Tunk, it! So magnetically drawn in. You Interesting watching. Sit outside of guys the Asna. Listeners don't. Do viewers, listeners, readers don't listen to us That's right.
1: Not down this neck of the W. So I can hear those stakes sizzling. It's all good. Yeah, well, the barbecue's warming up. So uh, on that basis, I guess it's a good night from all of us. Yeah, it's a good night from all of us.
5: Thanks for listening, and please send your comments to support at RadioHotLap.com or visit the website RadioHotLap.com. Send us a donation if you feel inclined to do so. We can't do it for nothing, but we're still happy to do it if you don't do that. Thanks. Speak to you next week. Bye. Bye, Bye bye. guys.
4: Bye.
1: And (laughs) girls.